don't make us who we are. So I'll dream until I make it real, and all I see is. Oh my goodness! Hi everybody, it's Michelle Gray from the Healing Heart. Should I say hi, hearts? I know that it has been such a long time, but there's very good reason for it. Let me tell you why. So I think the last video that I posted was Christmas time. And there's really good reason because we, and I'm going to introduce you to who the other half of we is. Oh, we've been planning something and we've been starting a, a new direction for this channel, which will not only be seeing me, but you'll be seeing my dear friend in front of me, whose name is Marin. And um, Marin has an amazing story. You're going to be seeing more of Marin. And we're going to be starting a new series on this channel, which is going to be Mentorship Mondays with Marin and Michelle. And <laughs> <laughs> that's a mouthful. And um, Marin has a website, which we'll make sure we've got everything in the description below so you can find Marin. She's also on Instagram. Uh, making of a medium you may also know her from being on um, Eric's hour of enlightenment with Elisa and I she was on the radio show I think a little over a month ago was it I think it was April 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 so um, I'll put that in the description as well so you guys can check out that interview because it was a really great one and um, we may not get to everything today so what today is is an introduction. So for those of you that don't know Marin, um, Marin is going to describe her story. And um, she, I'm just going to say, I met Marin um, quite a while ago. And I also met her husband, Josh. And she'll tell you a little bit about her side of this. But um, I saw the mediumship twinkle in her eyes. <laughs> A long time ago and Eric told me that she's going to be doing this work and she kind of said well I don't know I don't know and well here we are here we are so um, I'm going to let you take it away Marin, and um, tell us about who you are what's going on how did this happen how did this all come to be and then we'll talk a little bit about where we're headed and what we're going to be sharing with everybody. Okay. That's kind of a long story. So I'm trying to figure out where I should start it. But um, I think with everything spiritual, it always starts with something that's a bit more sad. And so I think it started with um, my husband's mother passed away. And um, I think just before that, I had seen the Channeling Eric YouTube page and I was interested in spirituality. I did not grow up spirit. I grew up with like a spiritual essence, but never knew what it was. Um, didn't know it really had a name. I just kind of had some major concepts like reincarnation and things like that. Um, and so it just was like, it just kind of like drew me in and I wanted to know more and more and more. And then um, Josh's mother passed away and it just kind of became like you know I just I had to know more and more and Josh really was inconsolable like I have only lost grandparents this was his mother and he is a mama's boy and so it was very hard for him so I was like well I think it's time we should call one of the channeling Eric mediums and so uh we called Michelle and um 
It was like, you were just amazing. Uh, you changed our lives 100%. Um, it was like the first, so I went first because I thought, okay, if this is, you know, it's like the internet, so if this is a scam or something like that, like I can't have that happen to Josh. So I booked an appointment and then like a week later, I booked an appointment for Josh. And so I remember I got on and you said something and you were just talking to me, but then you like heard his mom come in and you, everything you said was like her 100% mannerisms, exactly what she would say. And I was like, oh my God, like I'm talking to Margaret. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Um, but anyways, and then it just kind of like continued my just interest in spirituality. Um, and then COVID happened and I think we all kind of went, got a little anxious and depressed yeah. and, um, and I really focused on like mind, body, spirit. And I think it was that connection that is what raised my vibrations. Um, and then, uh, I don't know if I should tell the necklace story. I feel like it's kind of a pivotal. pivotal I would, I would tell, I think that's a pretty good one. Yeah. Yeah. So before the first reading, I wanted to wear my grandmother's necklace right here. Yeah. And, um, and I went to go put it on and it was COVID. So it, when I booked my appointment with you, it wasn't COVID. And then by the time we had our appointment, it was COVID yep. and I hadn't been wearing, I hadn't, hadn't left the house. And so I hadn't been wearing my jewelry. So I went to my jewelry box to put it on and it wasn't there. And I really panicked because this is, you know, my most prized possession. And, um, and so that was one of the questions I asked you was, you know, did I lose it? Where is it? Where could it be? And you were like, it's in your house. You've got it. Don't worry. And so I was like, okay. And you and had then, moved, right? You had moved. Not yet. Oh, not so, yet. Okay. Yeah. So obviously you were so good. So as soon as I got off, I booked another appointment. It was like three weeks or three months out. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I was like, I still haven't found my necklace and we were about ready to move then. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I, my biggest fear is that I'm going to move out of the state across the country. And this necklace is going to be left and I can't have that happen. You're like, no, you're going to find it don't worry. And I was like, okay, moving day came. I still couldn't find it. I literally interrogated all the movers. I was like, did you see it? Did you see it? Did you see it? <laughs> None of them. I went through everything as I moved, like everything. Yeah. Um, couldn't find all the pockets of my short, like everything couldn't find it. And, um, then we move again. This is like three months later now. And I, contacted you again. And I did a little birthday reading and it was like the Friday before my birthday. And my birthday was like that Sunday or Monday. And I was like, I still haven't found my necklace. We've moved across the country. You're like, you're going to find it. And you said, sometimes when you lose something, you find it, it you've lost it for a reason. And when you find it, it means something. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay. And I was learning a lot. And by that reading, I was starting to see orbs. Okay. And, um, I was asking you like, where do I find more information? How do I learn more about what's happening to myself? Mm -hmm. Um, I had at that point gone to the doctor to make sure like it wasn't anything neurological. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. Um, and, uh, and so you were like, you'll find it. So then the morning of my birthday, 
I'm like laying in bed and I say, okay, Nana, like it would be a really great birthday present if I could find your necklace. It's okay if I don't, but I would really like to find your necklace. And, um, and so then I, you know, my kids like took me off to give me a special morning breakfast and did all this. And so then I like go back to my closet to get dressed for the day. And I was like, okay, where is it? And I opened up my jewelry box and there it was right on top. And it was moving. It was like, it reminds me of those like little tiny shells and that like dig down back into the sand. It's like the shore, like the water washes them up. And then they like, it was like wadded up in a ball and it was moving and it was right on top too. And I was just like, and I couldn't even get words out of my mouth because I was so shocked. I've never seen anything like this in my life. Mm -hmm. And my husband happened to like walk in and I was just like, I couldn't say anything. And he was like, what, what, what? And so in my jewelry box is kind of behind the closet door. So he couldn't see it. And so I like scooped it up and I was like, and he was like, oh my gosh, I've looked, I've cleaned out your jewelry box five times. I was like, I've done it a hundred times. Like, I can't believe it. So, um, it was just, that's kind of, to me, like that was my 36th birthday. And that to me was like, just the symbol of like my beginning. Like this is the first day to the rest of my life. And, um, and all these paranormal things have been happening ever since. And, but it's all very love filled and loving and wonderful. And, um, you know, and I'm just going to say something when you said 36, what's really interesting about that is, uh, six and three is nine and nine is the ending of one cycle. And of course, when we end one cycle, we begin another. So that right there was happening. Perfect timing because everything in the universe is numbers and geometric shapes. And so we- I've been trying to figure out what, I know that 36 was, and I've been like, what is it? What is it? That's the other thing that's happening is that like, my abilities are growing faster than my knowledge. And so- um, I'm like, I feel very overwhelmed as far as like trying to figure out like, yeah, one day I'll go on like a number thing and then I'll mm-hmm. like spend the whole day, like trying to figure out some number thing. And I don't know what it means. You know what I mean? Or yes. like astrology yeah. or, um, I did a reading yesterday yeah. and I saw some geometric shape and I was yes. like, I don't know what this is. And then that night laying in bed, someone said something about doing some kind of meditation. I was like, what is that? And I Googled it. I can't think of what it is. And um, uh, Mer- Merkuba. Merkaba. Merkaba. Yeah. Okay, I was yes. just going to say, because that's connected to um, uh, Metatron. And so you're going to find that Metatron is going to start working with you because I can feel his energy around you as well. And you know, what's really interesting is as you're saying this, and, and this is something that's really important for all of us to remember that um, because even as myself, there is never a time that we stop learning. If you ever get to a point where you say, I know it all, or I don't need to learn anymore, then, you know, if somebody's saying that to you, run away, (laughs) run away, because we are um, meant to experience and create and to continue to grow. And that's consciousness. But when you're in a cycle, because we will have cycles where it's, you know, coming in really fast, all this new stuff. And, And of course, it's a lot of new information. But what's so beautiful about this, and this is why Eric has always suggested to me and why I recommend this to a lot of people, 
write everything down, keep a journal. I keep a, an art journal. So I not only write, but I draw the symbols. I draw messages, I draw visions. I do all of those things because what that does for me is that gets it out of my head. That yeah. gets it out of me. I discharge it. I put it on paper. And the patterns that occur, just as you got that meditation with the Merkaba, you're seeing geometric shapes. Well, Metatron works with the geometric shapes and that's the language of the universe and the numbers and everything. So um, you'll find that a lot more of this will start to come into your reality and you'll see a lot of these things. And we do get a lot of um, things that we really don't know. Like, why am I seeing this? Or where's this coming from? And, and it's okay to not know because yeah. whatever we're being shown, if it's important to our journey and it's meant to come out to connect a dot or for someone else, the information will come. Our guides will ensure that we see what we need to see because it's yeah. the fabric of how everything is connected together. So I think that is awesome. That, yeah, that, that it was happened. really cool. I was like, oh my gosh, this is what I saw. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I was in the reading and it's just like I saw it. And I was like, I don't know what that is. Okay, let me see the next thing. Yeah. Um, but yes, it's wonderful. And then speaking of journals, um, this is like another really huge part of my story. Mm -hmm. So I can't remember if you suggested a journal, uh, but I know I got it right before my um my reading on my, my birthday reading for my 36th reading, mm -hmm. but I was like, I'm going to start a spirituality journal. Yeah. And so I was like, went on Amazon and got like the cheapest one that looked kind of pretty and, yeah. um, and had like, like I wanted it to have like a bind, like a, the spiral binding so mm -hmm. that it like easier to write, you know, so those were like my only requirements. Yeah. And, um, so this is what it was. She believed she could, so she did. And I'm not like an, af I don't know what you call it, an affirmation person. I'm not yeah. like a, one of those people. And so I, I wasn't, I'll say that. And so, <laughs> um, so, but I was like, oh, that's so cheesy, whatever. And but <laughs> it, so I got it right. Yeah. And then, um, and I told you that I remember I told you this during the first, on my 36 reading. So I, I said, I, I had this journal and I would, I would meditate. And then I wouldn't know what to write on the first page. Cause like my spiritual journey has been very like sacred to me. And I don't know how to start that. Like, what do you write on your first page of something that's so important to you? Right. So like, I wouldn't write anything. And so for like, I don't know, maybe like two or three weeks, I just had this journal just sitting there and I didn't know how to start it. And so then one day I was in meditation and I asked, and this is, I did, I did not know I had this gift. But I'm just sitting in meditation and I just was like, God, what do I put on the first page? And I heard very clearly, this was like one of my very first things I ever heard was just skip the first page. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, that's, that makes so much sense. And that sure was does. when I was like, oh my God, I actually heard like I have clear audience because there's no, I've been struggling with this for three weeks and finally someone gave me some like, you know, and so I did. I skipped the first page and I went on and I just wrote about like all the spiritual things that were happening to me. And so the first page, it's like my first meditation I wrote, I saw a light yes. and that was in my journal. And then my last page of my journal was, um, my uncle passed away 
And he came to me the day that he died Mm -hmm. and told me everything. And I wrote everything that he said in my journal. Mm -hmm. And um, it just like makes me really, really emotional to Mm -hmm. think uh, I'm like literally going to cry, but she believed she believed she could. So she did. And I literally went from not even starting it because I didn't know what to do to just saying I saw a light to the end. I was writing down messages that were extremely meaningful to my um, my family about my uncle's passing. So how amazing. I, and, and I gotta say, think of how special that is. I saw a light. Yeah. Like, like that phrase right there means so much. You think about our transition and what people talk about in, um, near death experiences. I saw a light when mm-hmm. we we're going through the darkest times in our light in our life and we think about I saw light in this and that's what I what I did um that phrase right there that could be a book yeah (laughs) yeah I saw light because that's really what all of it means and I think all of us can um look at a moment in our life where we had a transition or we had some hope or we had we started a journey Mm -hmm. where I saw light and and to see how far that's come to be at this this state where you're having a conversation with your uncle who's transitioned and sharing all of this information with you is the most beautiful thing that any of us can experience as a human being on this earth is that right there yeah in my opinion that's that's what it is that's what it's all about um you said something else a moment ago too and oh my gosh things go through my head so quickly that sometimes I forget and maybe it'll come back to me. It'll, I'll have to think about it. It'll come back to me. There's something yeah. else that you said a moment ago before that, but that, that caught me so much when you said the, oh, yes, yes. Okay. Ask, just ask. Oh, yes. How important is that? And, and how important has that been for you to just ask? And there's something that you shared on your Instagram, I think it was that I loved and I actually shared it with my class and um, it was the asking your spirit guides to show you or to answer your question in 24 hours yeah I thought that was fantastic and I shared that with my class and I did that too I played with that for a week or so and had some really interesting results and actually the first day they came right down to the 23rd hour before they gave me yeah. and I'm like I know you did that on purpose but, <laughs> but can you share can you share that with us yeah so I that's one thing I struggle with is like uh I feel like it's really hard to transition from you know just kind of being this like sedentary person where like this stuff happens to you, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to help transition myself to realize like I'm an active participant. I can, you know, ask questions and do things like that. So my summer challenge um, was to write a or is because it's still summer to write a question every day um, to my spirit guides so that they will um, and have them give me a response within 24 hours. And, um, so like, I've like various, sometimes it's like really random and little. And one time it was like, I want to hear you more. I'm hearing like, I'm here. Well, it's so odd because before I knew I had this gift, I did hear my spirit guides and Mm -hmm. I just thought it was like my 
conscious talking to me or like God talking to me, or, um, I didn't know it was like spirit guides. I didn't know that name. Mm -hmm. And, um, and it was always like, when I was like, really like in a, like a struggle, like a life decision moment or something like that. And, um, and it would just, I would hear them and it's like, I would think of it like I would be talking to them and the answer would come faster than I could even get my thought out. And I remember that would always like frustrate me. So I'm like, no, let me finish my, my, my phrase or my sentence, you know? And, uh, and then ever since I know that I had this gift, it's like, I only hear them in like, like two to three word phrases. Like it's, it's a lot smaller. Like I think because of like the weight of trying to like hear them or something like that has, you know, lowered the vibration or increased the density. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so I said to my spirit guides, how do I hear you longer? That was like my one question to them. And, um, and, and I was just expecting the answer within 24 hours. So like, I kind of went about my day and I picked up my phone and I was like, Hey, I want to like, listen to a podcast today or whatever. And I, I went to pick it up to do that. And somehow like wires got crossed in between picking up my phone to listen to a different podcast. I thought I really should learn about automatic writing. And so I go, I YouTubed how to automatic write. And I like, I'm scrolling to pick the video I want to listen to. And it's all like automatic writing to hear from your guides, automatic writing to connect better to your guides, automatic writing, automatic writing for guides. And I was like, oh my God, they just answered my question. In yes. Two seconds. <laughs> yes. Isn't that amazing? And, yeah. and, you know, and that works so well because we're, we're not um, putting out an expectation of exactly how it needs to happen. Yeah. But, but we're putting some kind of like, I don't want to use the word boundaries, but like guidelines around it. And mm-hmm. it's a game. And, and I'll tell you the one thing that I, I love about working with my guides, particularly Eric, is the games, the playing the games. And, and the more lighthearted we can be about it, the better. Because when we put some joy, some fun into it, and because a lot of this stuff, you know, we, we really want to learn and we're very serious about our learning and it's very serious work. And you and I have talked about that before that, you know, um, this, a lot of times, you know, we do videos and we're talking, sharing with people and we're laughing and we're, you know, really enjoying ourselves because it is very fulfilling and, and joyful. But at the same time, you know, we're connecting with people that are going through some of the most difficult times in their life. Mm-hmm. Um, very heavy trauma and uh, conversations that are very hard, sharing personal things that are very hard and it can be very heavy. So our integrity, our, um, um, our, our authenticity and honesty and everything is so very important. So there's always that part when we're working on ourselves and working on our mediumship where we can get really serious and almost too yeah. serious and get so focused on making sure that we're doing the right thing that we forget about that lighthearted part. And that vibration is so important to balance with this work. So when we do something like that and we play that game and, you know, we start to have those open-ended, you know, like bring it to me in whatever way, because it's, it can come in any way, you know, whether it's on a podcast or YouTube or something, somebody might say something to you. You know, you might cross paths with somebody in a grocery store and they give you the answer to what it is you're looking for. Well, know that your guides are behind that. 
because that's yeah. how it works. They'll use anything in your environment to get the message to you. And the more you do that, the more that momentum builds up. So I thought that was the best thing. I was like, just right all over that because you've got some great tips. And that's like, of course, we'll have this down in the description, guys, but you have to follow Marin, uh, making of a medium, right? Making of a medium on yeah. Instagram because Marin puts up regular clips and videos and she shares uh, very candidly about her experiences, um, what she's learning uh, a lot of times, like what she's learning that week, um, you know, what that experience felt like, the visuals. And and I know, Marin, you've told me this personally, but this experience is so authentic and um, so important to share with other people because you had said to me before that going on this journey, one of the biggest things was how do I relate? Like, how do I find this information and really understand what it what it's like like how do people experience this how does uh, you know like a, a mom and a person existing in this world and how do I you know how do I walk through this path because even though there's a lot of different examples of people doing mediumship and connecting with spirit but it's the real stuff it's really like, how is it coming in? And, and I don't know about you, but for me, for a long time, I was like, okay, I understand maybe what they're saying, but how do they see that in their head? Or how does that yeah. sound? What does that look like? And, and that's a lot of things that many of us think that we're not doing it because we have an expectation that it's like something else, you know, yes. when it actually can be such a subtle frequency and like you said we realize I've been hearing them all along yes experiencing this all along and once you understand that then you know what you're growing from then yes. you know where that's headed which is so important and I love that about what you're doing because that is so important for people to see so you guys have to check her out on Instagram yeah I feel really um passionate about I want to show people I don't know I, my miss I had a a misconception of what a medium was. I thought you had to be born a medium. Like we all, we all are. We are all yeah. born with these gifts, but we yeah. just don't realize it because right. it's not like what you see on TV. Right. It's not, you know, when I feel like too, especially in the beginning, which is another reason why the journaling experience is so real. Mm -hmm. um, because it's when you meet a spirit, it's not a physical experience. It, it's, it's a sensory experience. Yes. And so it doesn't feel real. And you, you question yourself and you're like, was that real? Did that really just happen? Did I just make that up? But then you write it down. And then the more you think back on it, the more it becomes like every other memory. And it just like all your memories are sensory experiences and then your spirit experience becomes a memory and it becomes a, it becomes a sensory experience, just like all your other memories. And then it be kind of becomes more real. And so like, or like when you write it down, like the physical act of writing it down, that makes it more real or something. Yes. Yes. So it is, it's, it, you do, you question yourself because you're like, was that really, was that it? Because it, it's not such a physical experience, like everything else. And so I just want to share my story because I just feel like there's so many people it's, it is so enlightening. To, it's so love filled. It's so wonderful to a, just to have the experiences of myself and then B to be able to offer it to other people. 
and, um, and just, and it has changed my relationship with my husband. It's changed my relationship with my family and my kids and everyone in, in the most positive way. And I want everyone to be able to know that they can do this and there's hope and there's, it just is so different than I ever thought, you know, the world is. is. And, um, and so like, I just hope I can be that bridge from like the way which I lived my life, what I knew to like, you know, to you. (laughs) So, um, but yes, yes. And then, and it's just been such a, it's so, I know the other thing that like, I know you want to share too, is just, um, the internal, like, not struggle, but like how much you have to believe in yourself, how much, like, you know what I mean? And like, I feel like bravery, like I feel someone said, like, you know, what is the most important thing you've learned as a medium and like, as an actual like medium, it's bravery because I've had to believe in myself. I've had to like take these like leaps of faith that were like so scary. And like, you know, we first signed up for my first mediumship class or like when I told my family, like, I think I see dead people. Yes. 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 A scary thought. Yes. So not scary as in they're scary, but just like it's you just you're so vulnerable throughout very vulnerable it's like walking around naked yeah like you know you're really and and I couldn't agree more at bravery is uh, the courage and the bravery it takes to be able to put yourself out not only in front of the people that you know in your community but to put yourself out in front of the world takes a lot of bravery and yes it does get easier and yes it does get more comfortable but there are some steps that we take that I know, you know, is not the easiest to do. And it takes a lot of trust because nobody else at the end of the day, there's, you know, the mentorship, the, the guidance, the classes, everything that we do at the end of the day, it's in here. It's our connection with spirit. And it's that trust that we develop from inside. And this is what you know, in spiritual communities, we'll hear going inside, going inside, going within. This is all part of that. It's going within your truth. What is true for you? What is your beliefs? And that is the thing that um, is, you know, it's challenging for many people to work through because I know not everyone has a supportive family. Not everyone has a supportive partner. Not everyone has, um, you know, the, the, um, the world around them every day that is helping them through that because it, it can be a very isolating experience for many. Um, I know for me, um, there, you know, I, I was very fortunate because my parents and my family kind of knew, you know, there was, <laughs> like I laugh as I'm saying it, there was a little something off about me from <laughs> a very young age in a good kind of way, but I didn't understand it fully. So I didn't ever know how to put language to it. And, um, but there's a lot of people that, you know, I ended up parting ways with because people's belief systems can be very strong and it's not the easiest for everybody to understand. And, um, and that's hard. That's hard to go through. Um, I know that at one point in my awakening, I went and saw a psychiatrist for a while 
you know, because I was concerned that, (laughs) you know, like I, I had just gone through cancer and I thought maybe I've taken something that, that I'm not sure, like maybe I I'm having something go on here. I don't know. And I explored that, but no, that didn't change what was happening. You know, like I, I had a lot of clarity and that's where a lot of the changes really came. And it's that, that trust within ourselves and that bravery that you keep going back to inside because when you step out on that diving board and it might just kind of your legs and knees might knock a little bit, but you know that there's something deep inside that keeps pushing you to jump. Mm -hmm. And as long as that feeling inside there feels real and good, you will always be caught on the other end. Always, always. And, and that's really the goal to all of this because we wouldn't do it. We couldn't stand here doing this if there weren't that support from spirit to catch yeah. us on the other side, you know? And, um, and that's hard to explain to someone who's not yet taken that leap or doesn't yet see that. But for anybody watching this, you know, if you're in that state right now, take that as a message right now. You know, take that within you right now to know that if you feel it in your heart and you know, you know, you may not um, have the validation in the way your mind thinks you should have it or you yeah. should, you know, because that's not really how it works. Spirit's here to not hand things to us, but to guide us and to teach us and to help us grow spiritually and to grow strong. Because that's really what this is, is a, as a strength within us and it's a beautiful vulnerable uh intelligent and soft strength all at once it's yeah. just it's amazing so what would you say uh, out of everything that you've experienced thus far can you think of anything that stands out as your that you know that moment aside from the necklace because I know that was a pretty awesome moment that was awesome for me to hear too from you because that was my validating moments I love those moments um but can you think of a, a moment when you know whether it's you connected with spirit or um I know you've had some really special interactions like with your uncle and everything but does a, a moment really stand out to you that is just like wow like that is just that's crazy. Like, I'll never forget that. Oh my gosh. Um, well, I'll never forget my first reading. Um, I signed up for a class and they basically just said, um, they just said, Oh, here's your partner. Here's their, their email address and, uh, find out meditate, see what you can get about them and then schedule a meeting and see what you got right. And, um, my partner was from Australia because she had emailed me and she's like, okay, when are we, when are we going to meet? I'm in Australia. So like we had to do like, like I was always, it's hard to meet up with her. So that's all I knew. And, um, uh, I meditated and, again, I had never done this before. So I didn't know what I was like. I think I was just expecting grandmas and love and like, I don't know. And so I meditated and I saw this like car accident at night and it was really like dark and, and it, I I stopped everything. And I was like, Oh gosh, like, no, I want grandmas. I don't, I don't want (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't want a car accident at night and like that's not okay. Yeah. And um and so then I like I I went back to it and I did feel like a grandmother presence, but then I saw this man and um and it and it would take me so long. Like it would take me like it took me like I don't know, five minutes of just focusing on my breathing before I saw the car accident. And then another like 10 minutes before I saw them. I mean, like it took me a really long time. And, um, and then I, I had to go pick my son up from preschool. So I was like, well, I can't just say these two things. I've got to keep work. Oh, I know I did actually, I saw, um, I saw a dog. Oh, here's the other thing. I don't know. In the beginning, I felt like, I felt like someone just gave me like a little looking glass and I was like drunk and I, and I like stumble on something and I would just see like yeah. this really like bizarre aspect. And I still do, like, I still do like, I'm like, I'm seeing it from this really weird, yeah. angle, like yeah. could never happen in mm-hmm. real life, mm-hmm. but it's a little bit clearer now. But anyway, so I saw like the hind of a horse of a red horse. And I saw, um, I saw like my partner standing in her kitchen and it was like painted, like everything was like greenwashed. And then I saw this dog. I saw only the abdomen of this dog that had very thick white hair. Um, and, and yeah, straight, it was very straight, thick white hair, which I'm not, I didn't know any, uh, dogs that looked like that. So I thought it was a llama mm. and, um, or an alpaca or something. Cause it was mm-hmm. like so thick. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then I said, okay, uh, whoever you are, come with me. Cause I have to pick my son up from preschool. And so all of a sudden I started in my head, I started like hearing like someone like play name games, like, you know, like, um, Sally, Sally, Bo Bally kind of a thing, you know? And I was like, I don't do that. Like, wonder what that is. Like, I don't, I would come up with that. And then I heard this like one song and I was like, that was really random that that came into my head. And then, um, and then I felt like tightness right here. Yep. And I was like, is that how you passed? And I, so it was like really interactive with, I was, I was like, okay, I'm either like really crazy. Cause I'm talking to myself in my car to a person that I think is here, or I'm really talking to someone, I don't know. And, um, so it was like this really internal battle as I was driving. And then, um, I was in the pickup line. And so I said, okay, like whoever you are, I've got to go. So I'm going to pick up my son. Um, but you know, thank you for visiting me. <laughs> and, uh, and then I saw the most beautiful image I'd ever seen in my life. I saw this man and he was standing in front of a field and there was so much warm sunshine in the field. And, um, and he just kind of like did that. And, um, and I was like, that was real. Mm. That was real. I knew how he felt. I knew he felt gratitude and love and care. And like that image was like the most beautiful ending to the most beautiful book or movie that I'd Mm -hmm. ever seen in my life, you know? Mm -hmm. And I was like, that was real. So I met with my partner and, and, uh, we did it over Skype and our zoom. And, um, I noticed like her walls are the green color that I saw. And then I was like, okay, well, I saw a horse and she's like, oh, that's my horse, you know, so-and-so. And And I was like, okay, okay, great. And I was like, and then I also saw this white animal with like really straight hair. And she was like, oh, that's the certain type of 
um, dog we have in Australia called something, something, something. And I was like, okay, like I thought it was a llama. And, um, and then she said, um, and I was like, but then I saw this car accident and, and then I saw a man and she was like, that's Larry. She was like, that was my ex-husband oh and he died gosh. in a car accident at night. He fell asleep at the wheel. And, um, and I, and I, you know, I said, he was like playing, I heard this like name game. She's like, he was so silly. He was always playing games. And then I said, uh, this music. And I, I said, it kind of reminds me of like partying. And she's like, he loved to party. He was a rancher and he'd have to like drive in to, um, to like go to like the nearest town to, you know, like mm-hmm. have the weekend off and you would party. And, um, and then she said, um, Oh, and then I said, and then the last thing I saw, and I was like, I don't know, was he in the military? I don't know, because like, he didn't do like a salute. It was more like really casual. And she goes, that's how cowboys say goodbye. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yes. And it just like, so I just, that is one that I'll just never forget because A, it like told me like, yes, this is real. Like these experiences are real. And then it just, you know, like how meaningful it was to her to hear that that's how, like everything was just, you know, like you say, like spirit never, um, says, I don't know what you say, spirit never like misses a beat or spirit never tells you something that's not important. And, and that was so important to her and seeing her pets were important to her. And so, um, and also too, like the fact that I thought that, I don't know what I, it just changed my whole expectations. Like, I don't know I just thought I was going to be seeing grandmas and love and, and you do see like, you know, things that you don't, you're not expecting. And, um, but, but no matter what, you just get this, like, I don't know, you get this feeling of just like love that like sticks with you, like pure love. And that is what keeps me going. Yeah. That's amazing. You know, and it's interesting because I find for myself is it does come through like a movie and not a movie of maybe um, like in sequence, but it's like these little snapshots of this movie and I get a lot of emotion with it. And you're right, like spirit, everything that you're shown, even if that person can't place it in that Mm -hmm. moment, there's something to it. Mm-hmm. you know and if if you ever say something that like I you know I'm seeing this I'm not sure what it is and I know you've had it how many times somebody will come back and say oh my god I couldn't think of it in the moment but or mm-hmm. it's something that hasn't happened yet mm-hmm. it's something that they're showing <clears throat> that's coming ahead but um I think that um as we're you know as we're talking we're getting close to our time here to wind down but um you know, there's, there's so much to talk about with you, with me, with our experiences, um, and so much value in this experience for, for the purpose of sharing, for healing, for teaching. I'm just so grateful that you're here and that you're so great, so grateful that you're sharing this with me and that we can do this for others. Um, I was just going to say too, you know, for those that are watching, if you have questions or things that you would like us to talk about, to put it in the comments below and we'll dedicate one of our 
mentorship Mondays to answering your questions. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, this is a regular thing now, guys. So welcome back and welcome Marin to joining the channel, which I'm so excited about. Yeah. Um, again, you guys, you can check Marin out at makingofmedium.com and making, am I saying that right? I feel like you I'm not saying that. Making of yeah. Medium. Okay. I don't know why I always do that the other way. It sounds different in my head. Um, but also making of medium on Instagram, you have to check her out. You have to book her for a reading. She is fantastic. Um, she has blown my mind. I have watched her just excel. For a beginner. For a beginner. <laughs> don't don't let her fool you. Don't let her fool you. No, she's she's amazing and um so kind and so genuine. And um it, it doesn't surprise me one bit. It just doesn't, it's just spirit speaks so beautifully through you. And I know this will just continue to grow. And so again, guys, um, thank you for being here and for joining us and for sending all of your energy and all of your attention for this time that we've had together. And we will see you on the next Mentorship Monday with Marin and Michelle. Yay, and, and you stick around. I'm going to hit hit off. Okay. And we're going to talk. Okay. okay. Bye guys.